Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. Yes, we have watched the semi-finals, the first one for Eurovision 2022. And there were a few surprises here and there actually, a few surprises that I didn't expect, a few things that I knew would happen. Um, not going to spoil it here, but caution if you haven't watched it yet. Um, spoilers ahead because that's what we do, but we are so happy Eurovision is back and doing these special editions. It's just so much fun and we are having a great time. So with that, here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Camperly and this is the, the To-Do List. Special edition, special edition. Yes, so we saw the first semifinals for uh, Eurovision in 2022, yes. So, you know, it kind of makes me think because we did also kind of watch the American one that's completely garbage. We, uh, I know I did go there. I just wanted to start. No, no, because this is why I'm, I'm giving it up. For those you can't no, see us, I'm, but I'm, I'm giving, giving her a look. I'm giving. Here's why I'm giving it. This yes. is why I'm saying it. He. I don't think he knew I was going to go. Here. No, I did not. And I this did is not. why I'm going. You here. keep me on my toes. Is because really. it was so bad that honestly we quit watching partway through. And, the American, and, and the song, American contest. song Contest. And so for me, this is such a breath of fresh air okay. after being tortured by the American Song Contest. We were going to do episodes like this, and honestly, more so because of me, I just couldn't do it. Uh, we we're not Well, but to be fair, and I'll address this because we did talk about this. Yeah. Part of what the American Song Contest did, and I know it's in its infancy, it is no Eurovision Song Contest quite yet. We will not. I'll yeah. breeze right past it. But basically what they weren't doing that Eurovision does well is Eurovision releases the, uh, the they do a lot of hype they do the videos beforehand yeah. they do interviews beforehand yeah. they really do that well and the American Song Contest really wasn't really good at doing that it was like they were hiding them like so we and can't see cared. and honestly because they didn't build up the hype but we didn't have a chance to get excited so on, it was a breath of fresh air and yes. honestly just so if you're European listening to this you didn't miss out on anything except for New Boot Goofing oh wow and Nevada <laughs> that ripped off but there you go we're, we're not going to go too much into it but it's well also like, if you're listening in Europe what you didn't get robbed of here we did watch it in the United States and we did watch it on Peacock so those of you in the United States if you yes. didn't catch semi-final number one you can yep. see semi-final number two or the grand finale on Peacock but you but have to pay yes you have to pay the four ninety nine. <laughs> changed it this year but those of you in europe who may be listening to us because you are out there i've watched the stats and we do have those european listeners we know we know but what you don't get in europe is johnny weir the ice skater who is providing a little bit of a commentary yes uh when they show the previews of italy and postcards as they call postcards yes i I was torn on him a little bit because we get that and that they don't get that in europe but i will what i I was torn because at first I'm like, why is Johnny Weir here? Yeah, you don't get that in Europe. We get Johnny Weir here, and he does announcements and little yep. tidbits. What I did appreciate and grew to appreciate the tidbits about like fun facts, like things that I may have not known. Like for example, Lithuania's entry. This was the first time a Lithuanian entry was performing in their native tongue. Yes, so, and I she was really that. proud of that because, from my understanding, whether this is true or not. The artist from Lithuania said that it's one of the oldest languages in Europe. And so she was very, very proud of that fact. So little fun facts that were given during that. Um, That one wasn't. That's one that I had read about. But that was the fun thing about it, though. I kind of liked the postcards and enjoying the music. But in the end, I was like, okay, there's a few fun facts. And then he talked through the voting because we can't vote here. And that's okay, too, because it's not about us. So... We made it through the first semifinal. And it was a breath of fresh air. And it, it was, was a breath I agree. of fresh air after the America Song Contest, which I'm still salty about, <laughs> and I just, I'm angry almost. But, you know, that's not good. Not I thought good you were going to say you pressure. hope it gets better over the years. I like, just... Mm. We're moving on. <laughs> we're going to move 
<laughs> We're here for you, Europe. Just for positivity. So, and, and the fun of the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. So, it was an interesting... Okay, here's the thing. I do feel that this heat, uh, the first one, is a little bit... Um, I, I think the heavy hitters are more in the second one. Maybe I'm wrong. There were a couple numbers that I was really excited about in the first semi, but I think the second one's going to be a little bit more of a nail biter. I will say that when I, and I know you did too, was going through the list and watching it, we kind of checked who we thought would go through. Now, you did really well. I only got seven out of ten. Oh, we're, right. we're announcing this. So, yes. Yeah. What, we, what I had done, and I did do this last year, uh, for semifinal number one is I took the whole big ranking we did in our previous yep. episode, our previous special edition where we talked about our favorites going into it and I did, went through my entire ranking and then I broke them up into halves. And when you mentioned the heavy hitters in the second one, we've looked at the odds yeah. and we, we said the Ukraine is a heavy hitter. Oh, they yeah. are in the semifinal, but yes. the two and three banked on the rods, will own, they're part of the big five. They're part of so the big they'll five. only be in the final. So yeah. when Kimberly said heavy hitters, I don't know if you're basing that on the odds or our own personal opinions, but what I will say is I agree with you, Kimberly. The one I think for me I meant for the stronger choices. I I feel like like there are some good songs that were in this heat, but I feel like this there's a lot more strong ones in the second semi. In and that quantity. could be and that could be just my personal opinion because everybody has different types of music that they enjoy. But I think what we're gonna do is kind of follow what we did before and kind of speak about the ones that gave us good impressions. Right. Or that we didn't expect to be wowed by or we, you know, uh, there was a couple surprises for me. Actually. Well, I, I just wanted, the one thing I did want to address about the two semifinals for mm-hmm. Sun Strength, I will say that when you were listening to before and the two favorites that you really had going into this with the Netherlands and United Kingdom, if I remember correctly. So the, More than that. But right. Yeah. But I think we're talking about quantity versus the quality of it. I think you really love the Netherlands upon first listen. They were performing yeah, in this. Absolutely. So I think if I, you were to choose one that you're passionate about, Besides Great Britain, it would be the Netherlands. It's not just that there's several. I just feel like, for me, that the, the second night's going to be a little bit stronger. So, you know, it, but again, that depends on you as an individual. You may have liked more songs from this heat than the second one. So that's all just... It's going to be more heavily populated with uh, popular ones. And I, I do agree with you in that, because when I looked at the rankings, as I said, that's where I was going with it. My average as to which had the stronger, it is semifinal yeah. two. So yeah. yes, ones I'm more passionate about are in semifinal two. But yeah. this one... It was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yes, it sure was. So for me, oh gosh, because we were talking about the heavy hitters. Okay, we'll just start with Ukraine because it's kind of the one that everybody has been talking about quite a lot. We're not going to go through every single one. We may accidentally when we talk through these. <laughs> we never know necessarily exactly, where our emotions will take exactly. us and our impressions. But I think it just it's kind of the, the, the thing that I think most people are going to be talking about is Ukraine has been very high up in the odds. And they always tend to be a fan favorite, and they always do really well in Eurovision Song Contest. And I think this year there is, I, I think it's the same. The, the stat that actually Johnny Weir gave us was the Ukraine has never missed a grand finale. Yeah, never. In the Which, years they participated. And the thing is, I think part of why they always do so well is because they stay true to themselves. And I think sometimes other countries will try to do what they think will work. You know, for for the masses, and I don't think the Ukraine cares. <laughs> Ukraine does not care, and so I think they actually did really well on this. Um, you had mentioned before that there were some. Maybe you don't want me to bring this up. A few pitch problems, but you brought it up in the original. Uh, with, in the original with the chorus. Right. But I think that for the most part, he'd fixed it. I think 
it, it's hard when you're jumping around sometimes it to is. keep your voice stable. But I think they actually cleaned up the song really well. Not that it was poor before. I really think it meant a lot to them. I really liked the imagery of it. I could see why it's a fan favorite. I still don't like the, how it's disjointed from the part where they rap into the more traditional Ukrainian. I understand they want to join because Ukraine's kind of known for this, especially even with Goe from last year, where they bring the traditional to modern to bring it to the younger generation to be proud of their heritage. And I think that's especially important these days. But... Um, for me, I guess that's it's just a little bit jarring for me, but what I did love about it was the energy. You can tell they were very passionate about it. Originally, people weren't sure if they would make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. I loved the imagery of the female's eyes because it's basically like they, except it's like the mother's viewpoint. It was an, uh, I, I from the Johnny Weir, Weir presentation, presentation. He was he was basically communicating that's an uh, an, an homage to mother the mothers of Ukraine yes. was with the way he described the song Stephanie, which was interesting, especially with the pictures of the women's eyes eyes showing up and the emotion behind it, and then the hands they go above the stage and you see and there's like hands being held out and. I think it was very well done for everything that is happening within Ukraine right now. And it was obvious they were passionate. It was a wonderful performance, high energy, and I, I think it definitely deserved to go through. I, I didn't disagree. When, when Kimberly had brought up earlier saying how we did, and this isn't, actually, I was surprised. I am not going to lie. There were some surprises, and we're, we're going to discuss those. But beforehand, I had gone through my rankings and divided them up by semifinal, see which gone through. I got 90%. Based, yep. I got 70. Uh, and this it's was actually passing. based on... Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to Harvard. But this was also based on before seeing natural live performances. Did the live performances change anything for me? Not necessarily that much because the ones I liked, I did like. There were some that did Improve. ebb and flow within the like 10 that I thought would make through and the 7 that didn't. But I looked at that compared to the uh, Euro World's odds and they were only 70% correct. So Camberley and the professional odds makers are actually equal. Uh, to be fair, and I'm, I'm not well, saying I'm good at this. A no, I should. Last year, I batted sixty percent in semifinal one. I did my research. No, I, I killed it so, last year, but here I am. And, and I last still year, passed. you did kick my butt last year, and I, I wasn't that good. I and I'm not going to lie. Even with ninety percent, I was surprised because there were some that made it through that I did not expect to. So I was surprised. The Ukraine, I did expect to of go course. through, but I've been. I don't hate the song. I just feel I'm harder on it, and I think the reason why is because. I've seen the odds. Yeah. Johnny Weir didn't lie about it in the United States. No. That the odds makers are saying it's going to win. Yes. And yes, I yes, feel yes, that yes, the yes. reason why it's going to do well would be for the political reasons and to what's going on in the world. And and that's I'm not saying that's a wrong reason to vote. I'm just saying for me I tend uh, I'm not going to say I'm heartless. I'm just going to say that in a song contest, I want to pick the best song. And if you win the best song, it should be because you had the best song. I, I like the Ukraine. I like the energy. But did I feel it was the hands-down best song, best performance of the night? I'm not going to say that. But I, I, when I really wrote my notes was, do we, given the situation, can they really do any wrong? Honestly, I, mean, I, I think it was one of the stronger ones. I, I, I do. The energy was great. They were really on. It, it was, was very of... interesting to watch, and I liked the staging. So even though I find the song disjointed, kind of like yes. the like I hate saying it last year with Russia, kind of yeah, comparing yeah. the two. Russian woman Sorry, from last but year, the yeah. reality is, I felt like that song was very disjointed. This kind of reminds me of it, but I like this one better because I love the Stefania. Chorus. I love, yes. love, love the chorus and the instrument that's used, the Ukrainian instrument. I freaking love it. It's just, I'm not a fan of rap. Right. And so for me, it's like, oh. But that's just me. And, and a lot of people are loving it. And, so, and, and you know. that's my point, is that 
you said it was one of the strongest, and I agree, it was one of the strongest yeah. performances. I'm just holding it to a higher bar because the odds makers are saying, oh, it should win. And They're not saying it should win, they think it, it will. will. Right, that it will so. win. So in my mind, if something will win, it should be the best. And I can say it was one of the strong performances. That's, I know. And we that's know naive. in real life. I know. It's Even naive like when of it comes me. to awards, it doesn't always go to the best. Like I know. There's politics. There's politics I involved. And I'm not saying that that's the case with this because different people have different tastes. Right. And I may be being an idealist, but honestly, if I looked at what was the best performance of the night, I would not say it's Ukraine. What did you say? <sighs> Who is the best? Who wowed me? I did have three that wowed me. Okay. Three that wowed me in an impressive way. So you just want me to go off my three? No, go, go, go off. The, which one? Which the one ones that looking? wowed me, that impressed me more than I expected them to, <laughs> I'm not saying they should have gone through. Okay. I'm just saying they improved, were Norway, Greece, and Latvia. Now, I'm not oh, saying they should... No, I'm not saying I like Latvia. I just said they wowed me in a positive was way. Was Latvia a snap? No, that was eat that, your salad. That was... Oh, you thought Latvia should have gone through? No, I never said that. Okay. I said they wowed me. <laughs> okay. in, so basically when you watch the videos, you expect a certain thing? Yes. Oh, they did. They I absolutely up to detested it. Latvia. I still don't like That's Latvia's song. Nice. I, 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 it, it made me upset. <laughs> Meaning I had said it annoyed me. It doesn't make me angry, but it, it just was yeah. one of those songs I never really wanted to hear again. But yeah. to live through semi-final one, I kind of had to. So watching it, I appreciated the energy. I think they put on a good show, and it was fun. I they brought appreciate up the that. And so for me, it was, for me, better than the video. So that's why I'm saying it wowed me. It improved. And I felt, for me, Latvia, Greece, and Norway improved. What was the best of the night? I'm... Uh, no, I don't think Latvia, that was not the one I got wrong. That was not the one that I feel should have made it through. No. What I will say is, Greece and Norway are the two that I think wowed me. They were the ones that I'm neck and neck for the best of the night for me. Okay. Um, as far as Latvia, that was in my I, one of my lower three, and I was correct. Actually, interestingly enough, four of the lowest ones that I gave on our last episode actually did not make it through tonight. Uh, so I, I don't know right. if we're happy or sad. We it's, don't want. It's not that we don't want people to fail, but I just I had a feeling that they would have a hard time uh, connecting. To the audience, some which, numbers. Those, oh, yeah. Which was Bulgaria and um, Denmark, was it? Yes. Yes, Denmark and then Latvia. Um, yes. So I wasn't surprised to see them not go through, but you are right. Latvia, when I was watching it, that was in my notes, was they actually brought the energy and were having mm -hmm. a great time. They, they actually raised to the occasion, while other people, I felt... Crumbled a little. And part of it is you get nerves. And, 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 and so I'm, I'm not going to be upset. When they were announcing in the sequence, the, some of the last ones they were announcing were Moldova, spoilers, Moldova and Netherlands. I was nervous. Because I, I thought Latvia... It, it, yeah. After watching American Song Contest... Some things, you know, may not be the best song. Sometimes it, people like it because yeah. it's catchy or whatever. So eat your salad. I don't know. So I was nervous. Now, am I saying I wanted it? No, I did not want that to go through. That didn't change at all. What I'm saying is m the feelings I had for it when we did our first recording, it... it they did a good job they, with what they, they had They did the a good song. performance. They it doesn't mean I like that song. And so for me, I said they wowed me because I liked their energy. I liked yeah. that they sold what they had. I'm not judging what they had that they were selling. I'm just saying they wowed me in that yep. they committed to that performance and they gave it their all. Agreed. Agreed. So one that I actually did not like when I first um, when I first heard it, 
has actually grown on me, and oh. that is Norway. As you said, look, Norway brought it too, but they Yum. always do. Norway, all with this year, has really brought it. Like I don't think they've ever dropped the energy. They've never dropped the act that they're an intergalactic um, beings that have dropped on Earth and decided to join Eurovision. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the shtick. But that's a shtick. I'm sorry, intergalactic beings that have dropped yes. on Earth and they've decided to join. Well, Eurovision. that's Sometimes. kind of like. The gist of what I get from it is so it's their concept. They're not. Yes. It's their concept. It's mm. it, it's it's like a performance Subwoofer. art, mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> so, fine. And I at first I was like, this is dumb. But as time has gone on with the dance, it's very catchy. I'm learning it myself. Um, it, you kind of it's one of those things that you're around more and more. Actually, in psychology, it's called it's something like being around something. I forget what's actually called, but it's uh. it's when you're around something more and more. You tend to like it, and that's why, like on radio stations, it, if at first you hate a song, they'll play songs over and over, and then people will end up loving it. It's because you're familiar with it, and I feel for me that's what's happened with Norway. I think it basically represents what most people think of Eurovision, and they're doing it in a fun way. And I think that's where Latvia kind of didn't quite match it. I, if, if one of those two that are very Eurovision, we're going to go through. You mean by Eurovision in quotes? What I she's doing? What I'm quotes. doing. What I mean is that. The ones that people view as Eurovision. When because you think of kitschy songs, you think of Eurovision. I think this was the one that should have gone through. I honestly think it will crack top ten easily. Oh, it should. Oh, well, it, 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 I had ranked it originally um, number six on our initial list. Yeah. I felt the performance, what I liked, when we're comparing it to Latvia and Eat Yourself, I liked the energy. I thought the audience, and you had commented on this, at watching semifinal number one, that oh, you said yeah. the audience is the eating audience stuff. was all over it and having a great time with the people in the audience were dressed up like some of the characters or bananas it's just great and I liked that they were understating it whereas I liked the energy of Latvia I felt Norway had fun too but they didn't have to try that hard because their concept right besides them being outer being some where outer space just in wherever I they see. come from Th- that concept is weird but their song itself is weird and I liked it. and they lived up to that in the performance and that they had the words flashing on the screen banana grandma and then I want your grandma yum yum because when I think of people's grandma the first thing I think is yum yum oh. it's just out of context it's just so funny but they not didn't, if you know fairy tales it, I, no agreed agreed <laughs> but the fact that that's what they chose to flash on it but I felt that their performance they had energy, but they channeled it into the. It was focused energy, and it was focused. They're into consistent choreography. They weren't trying to oversell, no. and so I appreciated that the subtlety. Yeah, they're relying on, and their vocals. The video was better, but it is hard to perform live. But as a whole, I feel uh, Subwoofer's vocal technique is stronger than CT Zany. They're, no, I agree. Their voices never... What's weird is I don't even focus on their voices because I'm watching the spectacle of the whole thing and the silliness even of it. Even in the video? I did there more so, but watching it live, I just focused on the antics going on <laughs> on that stage and laughed. But the thing is, if you actually listen to their vocals, they sound exactly like they're in a recording studio. Like, their voices are solid. They really have nice voices. So, yes. It, it, it was... I call it stupid fun, and I'm glad Camberley was here, because she is knowledgeable about all these things, because at one point I'm like, wait, why is that guy an astronaut? And then... He's part of their posse. Camberley helped me. <laughs> I needed help. So, yes. <laughs> Norman, I, I say it was... It may have been, for me, the best performance of semifinal one. I'm not sure. I might lean toward it. Honestly, just because... 
it's fun and people I feel sometimes have a need for fun more than that's what you need with Eurovision I think a lot of the time that's what people look forward to um with Eurovision is something light and fun to make people smile you know you don't want to be like a big sad ballad fest not that I love that but I think you also are looking for the kitschiness of it and you got it you get that with Norway so I liked that and it kind of makes me happy having been in Norway I didn't realize that they had a such an interesting sense of humor. So, because <laughs> in some ways they can be seen very stoic. A lot of Northern Europeans sometimes can be seen that way. And it is incorrect when they have amazing stuff like this coming out. So, loved, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I thought it was stupid <laughs> when I first heard it, but I loved it. I loved it. Now I love it. It's that effect. Love it. It's that effect. I, 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 Do you I, love it more than United Kingdom? <laughs> no. I know. No. You, you aren't waking up from your sleep thinking about bananas and grandmas and no, yum No, no. But, um, you know, one of the ones that I really loved that you mentioned earlier was the Netherlands. And I'm going to be honest, I was very nervous about this one because it was one of the last ones to be announced. Okay. And so I didn't think it was going to make it through. And I think there's a reason why is because, and we kind of had a brief discussion about this. We did. We feel like the performance was a little bit controversial. Not because she did anything wrong. I think she's lovely. What I love about her is how natural she is. She doesn't try to do too much. She just is in her presentation, just very fresh and just very natural. And I love that. And Sometimes, you know, people will say, again, the whole Northern European thing, there are like rumor, not rumors, but like stereotypes here in the U.S. where people are like, oh, they're very cold and very standoffish. And so what I liked about her performance, and this is why I liked what she did at the end, she really got into her song. I really believed that it was genuine. You could see when people force emotion. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I've seen that on stage. And with her, I truly believe she was feeling it. And so it may have affected the vocals a little bit. I didn't care because when somebody's going to be that real, that genuine with the piece of art that they've created and become that vulnerable on one of the largest, with the largest competition in Europe, one of the largest watched things in Europe the whole year, it, it made me love her more. And knowing a little bit about her background where she has suffered with anxiety and depression and thoughts of suicide. It just kind of makes me realize kind of why, because of her sensitivity with that, because she seems very stoic, but then to see her perform that way, I was like, wow, I can, I, I, she, it just, it was lovely to me. I thought she was lovely and I just, I love the song. The only thing that I had a problem with was when it punched the chorus, the ooh, ah. You mean the first time? Even afterwards, I wish okay. it was bigger. Like in the video and the way that it's recorded, she's quiet during the verses and then punches the chorus and the orchestra, not the orchestra, but the background music comes the, in. Yeah, orchestration. I yes. just wish it was hit harder to give more of an impact, but I can overlook it because it's still one of my favorites. It's on my playlist and I will, it will stay there. So when you use the word controversial, you just mean because we disagree. Is that what yeah, you mean? It's not controversial at all. No, I, and I it's think... It's not like she mooned the camera. So I will... <laughs> And but Armenia was more controversial than... No, um, Armenia was not. You're confusing me. You know, Albania. Oh, Albania. I always... I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Armenia was yeah. not. Armenia um, was not controversial. No, at all. No. She did a very folksy... Her voice actually sounded really good. Snap, but Rosalind was not she did really. She did really well, actually. I'd quickly to say that she did really well. But no, with Albania, that was more controversial with some of the, the choreography. That was something. I, I just... The Netherlands controversy, I guess I just will address in that... That was my one I got wrong. That was the one that made it through that I didn't anticipate. And that's based on my initial rankings on the performance. I did see it cuspy even after the performance. And that's where Camberley brings up. We had a, not 
it was just we see things differently in we that in the beginning. No, but just kidding. Yeah, I have a bruise right <laughs> we now. Don't believe oh, in I'm, violence on both ever. eyes. I have a bruise on both eyes, please. Black <laughs> no, eyes. we never believe in that. Uh, it was controversial for me, I guess, or for our discussion in that because it, she's speaking in Dutch. So if you don't know that, if I don't look up the lyrics, or if I'm not motivated mm-hmm. to look up the lyrics. I should be able to get what you're saying or talking about or saying through the mood that you create. And that's fine. I will say that in some ways, I feel I did get that more from her than Rosalind. I will say Rosalind, talking about a breakup and such, I don't know that her presentation conveys the the uh, emotional arc of it. Mm-hmm. That being said, back to S10 and the Netherlands, in that up until the ending, when yeah. she got emotional, and I'm fine with that then, but for me... I guess the controversy is in musical theater, I allow it. Left, right, and sideways. I guess I expect more of pop stars or of music stars in that I'm here for the vocal performance. And if I was listening to a pure recording and not watching it, and I listened to that, that would be an issue for me. But I can get behind emotion, so I'm, I'm torn on that. The song just doesn't necessarily do it for me, and it partially is because of the chorus. The chorus, I don't feel, does enough for me. That's not... That's just admitting why I ranked her. Based on what I said um, on my initial rankings, I would have ranked her 11th out of 10. Does that mean she shouldn't have made it through? No, it was cuspy. The song, I will say, has grown on me. And the more I've read about the lyrics and the more I've read about it, but then my other side of my brain is thinking, I shouldn't have to do research on a song. I, I should feel it. And I just don't, I don't feel it as deeply as you do. I just, and that's no, okay. I, I, I feel like... Especially if it's in a different language that you're not aware of, you're not always going to understand it. Even there's songs in English where if somebody was singing it to somebody who spoke a completely different language, they wouldn't understand it. You wouldn't always get it on the radio what it's about. I agree. And so, but I feel I, I that I, it could either it could either be one of two ways because I also didn't understand Monica Liu sentimental, but I didn't care because I got the emotion. In that there's a number of songs that I will give a free pass to as not understanding the language because I get the emotion. This one, I felt the emotion is there in the orchestration, it's not in the vocal performance. But even if I don't get it, I feel, for example, one that we haven't seen yet, Serbia, I didn't necessarily understand everything she was saying, but I was motivated to because she got me interested. And that's, I guess, the difference that I just don't feel it. We're allowed to disagree. No, it's just... no, no. I'm just very passionate about the song. And I you're think allowed almost to, be. to a point of ridiculousness. No, I, I just think it's such a solid song. Do I think it's going to win? No, I don't even know if it'll break top ten. But I think it's just such a beautiful song. I love it. It's on my playlist. I love her. And I love what she brought. I love the vulnerability. I feel like yes, if it was a recording, I wouldn't necessarily want to hear that. But if somebody, an artist, is performing live on stage, I don't care if they show. Emotion and things I think it's fantastic and it just shows that they're very um, into what they're bringing forth and I appreciate vulnerability from people and I look it's no eat your salad so (laughs) she's grown on me and I will say that when we were getting down and they are announcing them if I were to go a perfect 10 for 10 I needed the one I got I got Netherlands made it through I thought Croatia would and Croatia I will say that her performance what her performance was better live than it was in the video she's had pitch problem issues in the past and she fixed it for the most part and I liked the choreography and I liked the song and she was one that I thought based on my initial listening to the song and the song itself not necessarily her performance of it but the song Mm -hmm. itself but I thought her performance did improve that's the one I thought should have had that last slot but when we were watching the countdown I was okay with the Netherlands (laughs) honestly for you and honestly, for the emotion of it, because I was okay either way. It's not that I'm like, oh, down with Netherlands. No. It was really, they were ranked 10 and 11. 
based yeah. on what I initial list in Croatia and Netherlands were 10 11 for me so I'm not mad and I'm fine with Netherlands I'm I'm glad you're happy and I'm yes. glad that S10's fans and the Netherlands are happy so I'm Should glad I mean, I'm sorry Croatia I'm sorry I, 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 I thought it was a, I always liked the song I just feel did, like her, her vocals were kind of iffy sometimes you didn't know what you are going to get but I think she did really well tonight and I like the added choreography it's just you know it just it, it doesn't always happen I know and I know the reason why I say I'm sorry it's not that you know I, I wanted one or the other but I know that uh, Mia Dimsik mm-hmm. is probably I'm not sure I pronounced it correctly I'm sorry it's disappointing to, and she's very lovely. Her. I've seen her interviews and things. She's very, very lovely. But she has a big career in Croatia, and may she continue to prosper because she is a sweet lady. And you know, it was a nice song. I would definitely listen to it again. It, but another one. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I need to address Greece. I need oh, to because oh, you because you announced Netherlands, and the reason why I need to talk about Greece is because that was one that I had ranked decently high, but I wasn't necessarily the most passionate about per se. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it was basically because of the affectation and the auto-tune that seemed to be present in the video. And the video yeah. didn't really connect with me, but I, the concept I didn't, I wasn't averse to. So it's, I didn't know what it would be like in live performance, particularly the vocals and the presentation. Yeah. The song itself, I, I was okay with the concept, but the reason why she wowed me is that performance. I felt like she had me with her stage presence and that I, I felt like... I was there with her in that she drew me in. I wanted to listen. Even though it's a ballad, sometimes I feel in Eurovision or in performances in general, ballads have a, har- uh, ballads have a harder time drawing in their audience. Yeah. She drew me in. I like the change in orchestration between verse one and verse two. I like the staging a lot mm-hmm. with the chairs, the empty chairs that give a sense of death surrounding her, of absence, yeah. of loss. I-, I thought her vocals weren't always perfect, but her intensity was. So that I allowed it because she was committed to the moment. She was selling it. Whereas there were other performers that I felt didn't know really what to do with themselves or didn't. And um, look, look, it's nerve wracking. It's ner- well, but some of it's polish. I mean, of I'm course. thinking of Slovenia. Slovenia. They, they, uh, they, they're high schoolers, and I understand it. It's just I don't know if that was the best choice to send this year, just because. I felt like it, like a high school talent show. Yes. And they are absolute, that keyboardist cracks me up. Look, they should be very proud of themselves, but this is a competition for the big boys, and they basically are green. And as we say in the biz, they are green, and you learn how to grow, and they just need a little bit more polishing and time. You know, and, but they weren't ready. And that's honestly where I felt that Greece actually came through. I'm not going to... Nail her name, but it's Amanda Georgitsinfjord, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yes. But she really impressed me positively because I was nervous. I wasn't anti her initially. Initially, I had ranked her number 20, but her performance, I really felt she had a lot of presence. And I, what also I found endearing was the thank you at the end. Usually, it was I don't. Very cute. I, because the song's so serious, and then she's like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And she seemed so genuinely happy. She there did. Were, well, I will say Austria also seemed genuinely happy. but With John's tears. It's not John's tears. The keyboardist looked it's, like John's he, tears. He's his own person. He the is, reality, but the, he just reminded me of someone I used to know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that another reference? Are we, getting, are we paying copyrights to Gautier on that one? What's going on there? Okay. But I, I just felt that um, Manda Georgian Fjord, Georgia Dieten. Fjord 
drew me in and was endearing in her intensity and her personality. And I, I it, it grew me. I was glad that she delivered to the level she did. So for me, that was one of the big wows for me. You know, it's interesting because when we watched that one originally, I really didn't care for it. I, I, what what I, think I got said from Greece the was video pretty. was, I went, wow, Greece is really beautiful because it's a country I haven't been to yet. So it, it's, I'm like, wow, what a beautiful country. I guess my issue with it, it just didn't really grab me. Um, I will say with this performance, I appreciated it more. There, there were some pitch issues, but again, we have to be honest that sometimes when you're performing in such a huge arena and this is a huge contest, that it can be nerve-wracking, you know? Um, but she looked lovely. I loved the staging. I loved the empty chairs and what it represented, or at least what I think it represented. And the lighting and then having it come through a dress, the background through it. it, it she's just and a the lovely dancers woman. And the behind yeah. the scrim. It got the sense that it was either the past or somewhere else and she was isolated. Like a separation from those in the past in dark shadows. And I don't know what the song's about. Uh, if I were to guess, it's lost of some sort. Um, but she understood it. And that, that's why I referenced Rosalind, which I liked Rosalind's song better originally. Mm-hmm. And I still do. I just don't know that Rosalind knows how to sell it most effectively. And which I'm not... Which one is she? Snap. Snap, got it. And, and oh, I, she sounded really lovely, though. Her voice she, was in, in very good control. She does, but I'm talking about emotional connection. Emotional connection, no. It's like somebody who's just like busking on the street, and they're a really good busker, but it's not so much about the emotional connection as in I'm busking, having a good time. Right, and the ideas and concepts there, I respect her musicianship, and that's where, for me, uh, I was very impressed by Grease, because I think she understood the lane, understood what she was singing about, and she committed. She did, and I really loved the staging, and I did like her emotion through it, and it was actually the staging. It was it was a lovely number. It was a lovely number. Is it one of my favorites? No, but I do have a new appreciation one. Before, I was like, bah, and then I walked away. So. How, how was that again? <laughs> so there you go. But but one of my favorites okay. of the night. And, and, and if you listen to our other podcast on this. Our other special our edition. Our other special edition on our first initial likes and ones that need improvement. Moldova. Oh. oh my goodness. I have loved this one from day one. When I was first watching the videos, there was a little bit of a slump. And then this one came on, and I was excited. The video is amazing. Go watch it. It's fun. I was a little bit surprised because I knew they had changed it, but I had only seen snippets from the you rehearsals. Knew it, you knew it from before you saw it tonight. Yes. I had heard I that they not. had changed it from the original, but I didn't know how because I just saw snippets from the rehearsals and I was like wow so they did change it the beginning and then a part in the middle to be a little bit more rock and roll because of the lyrics in it you know they they mention rock and roll and it's like well where is that represented in the song so I think they took it a little bit more literal and they put it in there I still don't know how I feel about it um I kind of liked it in its original form just because it stays true more to the Baltic you know area in which it comes from but, and I love that Baltic spirit, but I still loved it. And you know why? I think when you talk about energy and people who absolutely adore what they're doing, this is another one that, and, and I think Latvia, I'm not trying to dump on them, were having a good time and, and, but, and, and had good energy, but I felt like even with Moldova, much like Norway, there was more of almost like an authentic, mm, how, authenticity. It was more authenticity to it where I believe them. Like, I've seen them perform this a few times, and you could just tell they're all smiles and, like, happy to be representing their country and their own style of music, because who's usually jamming out to, you know, accordions? Well, that, <laughs> I, I was. I, I will say, yeah, the, they are the 
Fratzi Adlerhof. I love those brothers, let me tell you. Those That's two, fantastic. the smiles on their face, I believed it. I bought into I, it. I don't know that I like the changes per se, but I, I love the song. I love the energy of the ones performing tonight. That was based on my initial list and the highest ranked one performing tonight. Uh-huh. And when I said, well, I mentioned Norway had wowed me. Yep. Moldova, I'm not saying didn't wow me. I don't know the other changes, but I liked what I did like was the changes in orchestration. I felt like I almost got a jazz feel in that in jazz music, you never know what you're going to get. And there's changes basically to every yeah. performance. I felt like they were playing with the orchestrations. That ending seemed very different than what we remember it from was. the video presentation. And so I love the Frazzi Adolf. I loved Dolby's Dolb. I loved all of it. I just felt as though I almost liked the initial version better, but I appreciate their yeah. risk taking and that every moment is genuine with the audience and it's unique and that they they deliver. I think when you were referencing Maticity Zany and Latvia and Eat My Salad, mm-hmm. I think the difference with that is the guy in green, he, he seemed a little bit um, to overdo. He, he was sense. eating, he was chewing the scenery a bit. Yes. And, and you know, I think partway because they knew that they were on the bubble, and so they wanted to guarantee that they were going to go through because they've been having a delightful time. They've been hanging out with the aliens quite a bit in Norway <sighs> and dancing with them. They've become close I did not friends. know that. Yes. This, is, this is where Kimberly shines. She really does her research. quite close, and basically oh. Latvia has been running around and dancing with them. And they've been How doing, close? They've been, no, they've been doing like group mob, um, dance mobs all over Italy with their little aliens alien selves and everywhere they go Latvia is there so it but, was kind of nice to see the little bromance between the aliens and uh, you know eat your salad City Zany they aren't aliens though they just like to hang out with they them. just they do okay and just, I would too if, if they were dancing like that I, I'm yeah. just being clear I, and I think when you mentioned he was chewing the scenery as it were uh, and I, I think, know why I think it was because they really wanted to get through but I think the reason why it was not necessarily as endearing as it was with Moldova or Norway is because it didn't ring true or authentic is that, that what I'm hearing that's part of it but also as I said before I think part of the reason is because the song can be seen as a little bit preachy. Nobody okay. wants to be preached at about, you know, ride your bike, eat this because it's better. It's 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 preachy in a way where some people are going to roll their eyes because it's kind of like mind your own business, you know? And and so that was something that kind of turned me off to it a little bit. Um I just I, I I that's not why I'm at Eurovision. I don't want to be preached at. And so I feel with Norway, it's just flat out silly with no message except you know, make sure your grandma doesn't get eaten by feeding this wolf a banana, which is ludicrous. It's completely silly. Um, and I think with Moldova, it's just pure joy of their cultural music. And that's kind of why I didn't like the rock part, but it mentions the rock, rock and roll. Rock and roll. And, and folklore. I understand folklore, which is mostly what that is, versus the rock and roll. I don't think they needed the rock change, but it's their business. But what I loved mm. about it is it is authentic to the region and to what they play. And so I absolutely loved but it. But also they might be thinking, as far as Moldova goes, they might be trying to be strategic. And feel yeah. that and it being tradi- Moldova and traditional music may not get them as far as throwing in a little bit of rock and roll, which is more uh, universal and can translate to more cultures than perhaps their own. Yeah, but it was a little bit jarring. I kind of liked the simplicity of it before. But that being said, it's still in one of my tops. Oh, I want it to be in the top fun. ten. It's adorable. I'm, I love it. I love their smiles. It's not fake. Their energy and joy is real. It's fun. And it makes me happy. It's fun. Every time yes. I hear it, it makes me happy. Indeed. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Look, I'll take, I'll eat that salad. I'll take whatever they're dishing out in Moldova. So, yes. Oh, and, Latvia, and, I'm which sorry. Is, which but... is, apparently, Moldova really impresses us because I remember last year with Sugar that she created the meme heard around the world. This oh, year, Moldova gosh. is just 
lots of fun and energy. So it's interesting. Apparently, Moldova, based on our experience, you never know what uh, you're gonna get. Well, we gotta watch them because they're gonna give Last you something. Last year they were eating people's faces, <laughs> and this year they're and just that music. Ah, <laughs> oh. um, yeah. yeah, but the only other thing, and I don't know if you have any other thing that kind of impressed you and one that I didn't really talk about before mm-hmm. um, that I wanted to bring up but we just didn't have time before was actually one that surprised me that made it through mm. I was so shocked oh. it made it through and I was so happy it did and that is Iceland and I know some people are like serious because I have a <laughs> feeling it's very polarizing but it just even listening to it tonight this is the type of song that I would play late at night when I'm driving home from like a long trip and it's 2.30 a.m. and you're on a lonely road and that song would be playing and I'd have the window open and I'd be listening to that song. That's the kind of feel it is in a nice, beautiful summer night. That's where it took me within the first couple measures. And I'm like, this song makes me feel warm. It makes me feel happy. I don't necessarily know what they're talking about. I don't care. I love the Icelandic language because I didn't get to hear enough of it when I was there because they'll speak to English and you to you when you're there. Because they don't want to hear our Icelandic. <laughs> no, and also it's a very difficult language. And the part of it is because you're moving around a lot, you're with your buddy, you speak your own language. So, you know, it, it was interesting hearing it. They almost have this beautiful little lisp quality like Spain does in parts. And I think it's just absolutely wonderful. I do love that number. I know it's going to be polarizing. It makes me happy. It makes me feel happy safe and warm and cuddly and and they were one and of the harmonies darn they that's what i was they sounded like a recording that is so hard to do live oh and and i appreciate the guitar playing i think it's interesting is because that's one of the nine i did want to go through because mm-hmm. i do connect with that song but i felt as though and that's a trouble i think we camberly and i have both been having with this year's entries that some of them they're good songs yeah. but people aren't always necessarily so passionate about them. And I felt yep. that this song may not want, be one that inspires passion. It may inspire respect and appreciation. Mm-hmm. And it may respect, or uh, it may uh, inspire reflection. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what I was concerned about it. Because yeah. I don't know that people watching Eurovision Song Contest want to reflect. If I were to say another one that stood out to me, the one I will say is uh, Portugal. Which was Maro. Sadade, Sadade. Initially, I heard, and that kind of reminds me of Iceland in a way, mm-hmm. in that it was reflective. What I liked about them and what impressed me is uh, I feel they're stronger when they sing together as opposed to individually, but I felt what was particularly strong about this performance more so than when I got out of the video is the setup, the circular effect. Yeah. I got a sense of community, I got a sense of um, relying on each other, yeah. and also kind of including us, the audience, in an almost an intimate moment among sisters. Agreed. Yeah. Almost is how I interpret that. Uh, I felt like they were a sisterhood, and and we're seeing a tender moment between them. So I really, it was unique to form a circle with your backs to the audience. It, yeah. It's unique, but we're observing it, and they were connecting with each other. So I believed that as a group, they have relationships with each other, and I found that endearing. Uh, I am I wanted it to go through. It wasn't one of the tens I ranked. I, I'm glad it did. I'm yeah. surprised. I, I The odds makers expected to. I wasn't sure how Eurovision audiences would receive it, but I, I felt they gave a good performance tonight. I agree because it's interesting because a lot of songs that got through were reflective and slower. And that's why I thought there were going to be a few more casualties as far as that went because Eurovision's kind of known, like I said, kitschy, upbeat. And so I thought we were going to lose a couple of the slower songs, including Netherlands, possibly Iceland, and um, possibly Portugal, even or no. Greece oh. and Portugal being that 
they're all slower songs. I don't know how many of them are. Even Swiss, Switzerland's slower. It's the reflective songs. And so I was kind of surprised that so many of them got through. I'm not ha- ha- sad about it. Did you expect Snap to go through by Rosalind Armenia? That one, I was on the fence. I wasn't sure if it was going to make it through or not. I thought it was between that and Albania, which I keep... Did I get it right? It's Albania, right? Is that the one with the controversy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Armenia and Albania, the two that you... And that's interesting. That's why you always flip-flopping the two, because you basically have I know you were two distinct, lovely countries. But you were making them neck and neck in your head, and that's yes, why you connect and so them we so keep closely. connecting them, because they almost, they're just too similar. And not in their performances and their culture, but in their names. And I, those There's too were many the two names. that were on the bubble. And I was like, one of those two was going to go. I just thought that... Albania, there we go, was going to make it through. Based on your rankings or based on what you thought the Eurovision audience would do? Based off of what the Eurovision audiences want. And I, I think she was even surprised that she, the sexy she. time didn't get her through. So you mean Albania was surprised she didn't get I think she was surprised. I think that so, there, there's this idea that sexuality is going to push you through because it has in the past with, say, something like, not El Diablo, but... Well, that yeah, too. El Diablo. But, um, Sugar? No, no, no. The one Ma- Ma- Matahari. Matahari. You know, it's, yes. it's pretty girls Effendi. selling what they, what, what they got. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging that at all. Sister, go for it. But I think she may have been riding on that, and it was just a weird... She of, also... It was a weird, it. uncomfortable performance for me. And I'm not... Wait, you're, you're talking about Albania, not yeah, Matahari. Albania. Yes. I'm talking yeah. about Albania. Or Al... Now I can't even speak anymore. Al- Albania. <laughs> and that's actually... I need to move away from this. But it's not that... It's just for me, and I'm not a prude. I just... It's toted as a family show, so it was a little bit uncomfortable. Especially if you have, like, a five, six-year-old, and this is your big, like, night. And you're like, what is going on? And <laughs> so, that actually is a good segue into what I wanted to talk yeah. about a little bit, which was what I call the oopses, mm-hmm. which is the ones that we were expecting to do pretty well or have a yeah. decent performance based on the videos, but they didn't so much. And for Albania, is a great segue, because based on her initial video, Secrets, Ronela Hajati, I didn't necessarily like it initially. But they I, invented twerking. They didn't invent twerking. I, 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 I want, didn't know Albania invented twerking. Look, I don't know what history class you've been to. <laughs> I don't know what history class they have there. I believe everything on the internet. Then again, I don't know that I've been <laughs> to a history class that has taught me about twerking. So I'm not even going to lie. That'd be some You're class. You're in the wrong class. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. But I initially ranked them number 32. The odds makers expected them to make it through. So I'm like, okay, I I guess there are certain things that will sell. And that's one of them. Always. Uh, Initially, I wasn't a fan of it. But it wasn't her that bothered me. It was the vocal performance. Oh, no, not the vocal performance. The vocal performance initially in the video I was fine with. It was the song itself. And and just that it, it just didn't connect with me. It seemed a little bit disjointed, and it didn't uh, it, it didn't move me in the right way. The uh, tour, yeah, <laughs> in the right way. That being said, this was one I was expecting because the oddsmaker said it, and based on what I guess I perceive to be something that the Eurovision audience wants, I expected to go through what. But her what? vocals were off, though. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, say it. She was having problems with breast support. And I mean, hey, for those technicians out there, she was not using her mixed voice when she was belting those notes. That was pure shouting. And it was a little hurt a little bit. The, the word hey was consistently a problem. Whatever note she was hitting on hey, it sounded almost shouted. Yeah. And when she said, feel my body, her voice was... Um, hurting she seemed tired I, and i guess auto-tune can save you sometimes i'm not saying in the video she relied it's on technique. that technique 
the technique was off. And she was dancing. I also wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the staging. Maybe I'm into, like, even... uh, Not even numbers, because they had four male dancers, one female dancer, and Ranela Hajati. Yeah. So it was two and four. I wanted three... That's what I did, too. Two, like, bookends between her. uh, Yeah, so she can be the focus. And, And it felt like... It didn't feel complete. No. In fact, and maybe that's me being a nerd or numbers, but no, I agree. It just didn't stage visually on stage. It didn't. That something seemed off. It, it, it didn't. It seem, seemed unbalanced. It could have been better in that way. And one of the things I've noticed in Eurovision in the past, and that I was clocking it a little bit more this time, is things like Europe, make some noise, oh. or hey, or yeah. That's the sound of desperation. She was guilty of it. She did it. Yeah, one so of the, was uh, Austria. It's oh. just to me. It is just <sighs> I, when people do that. And I've seen this live. It usually is because the audience isn't responding the way they want. And so it's a sign of desperation. Clap your hands, everybody. Make some noise. I'm like, oh, no. Which is funny because the three that did, as you call it, the sign of desperation. The Titanic sinking. (laughs) And there's no lifeboats left, honey. If if you could do this, I'd be very (laughs) impressed. Can you do like a swirling sound effect of water, like going down a drain, like, like it? And that's what that is. Yeah. Come on, make some noise. That's a noise. Come on, make some noise. Ice pit. Iceberg. Straight ahead. <laughs> so from now on, whenever on Eurovision they say, come on, make some noise, I expect to hear from Camberley. That's the noise you should be making. Because interestingly enough, I took this stat. Albania, Latvia, and Austria all said something like, come on, make some noise. Or, hey, Europe, make some noise. And Austria was like the, the biggest iceberg offender. <laughs> but neither here nor there. Point is... All three of those that asked you to make some noise didn't make it through to the final. So you may be right in your assessment that it is a sign of desperation. It's a sign of desperation. And and it doesn't work. Nobody likes Ode to Desperation. They just don't. And I don't know why she didn't make it through. All I know is that I was expecting more from her. Not necessarily because I was so impressed by the song initially. But that one of the things that bothered me about Secrets wasn't her vocal performance. And in this one, the visual presentation, the dancing wasn't necessarily bad. No. It was just... It didn't feel... The main female dancer was just gorgeous. It just didn't feel finished. It also... The vocal performance was lacking. It just... Yeah. It, the video was more impressive than the actual live performance. That's sure. why it was an issue for me. <laughs> I didn't care for the video. I didn't care I was for confused the... by all... It's a historic piece, almost. About but twerking. She, but she's a vampire. But then they start twerking. And I'm like, but that was from the islands out... I mean, from my understanding, twerking... Apparently, I'm wrong. Everything I know about twerking is wrong. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Make some noise. <laughs> Look, I didn't like it necessarily either. I ranked it 32, but... That's what we need to start saying to make this podcast become more popular. Just go... It's just go, hey, everybody, make some noise for us. And then we'll hear a collective sound from the world going... <laughs> Iceberg, straight ahead. So, do you have any others that you need to say that were oopses, that didn't live up to what you expected them to do? Oh, no, I think I said pretty much oh, okay. everything that I oh, needed to no. say. Oh, no, because I do have another one. And more than I probably shouldn't have, so sorry no. if anyone is offended. We're trying to be kind, but we also want to be honest. We also, and that's, if we were ripping on the American Song Contest, that's Oof. one of the things we did find that I will give uh, Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson, the hosts, credit for being very good at being political. Like, most of the critical. time. They loved everything. Most of the time. Seriously. I mean, somebody can and, pass gas in a mic for two uh, minutes and they go, that was great, y'all. <laughs> and I probably would have liked that more than half the songs that were presented. All class, all the time, passing <laughs> <laughs> But what I will give Johnny Bear, I will give him that. He did 
incorrectly state when he's interested in Norway that Norway won in 2019. No, it was Netherlands, Johnny. It was the other end. I love you, Johnny, but no. But I will give him credit for being less political. I felt like he did. Oh, have he was opinion. honest. He he was more honest. He wasn't. He was never. He mean. was never mean. And I appreciated him being honest, calling a spade a spade, and saying, "I don't know that that one will make." I didn't it always agree with his he, choices, but that's okay because you're and, allowed to have different. And opinions. I'm not even sure he's right. I'd be curious if he ranked seventy percent, ninety percent, or a hundred percent. He I'd, thought Austria was a shoe in. He liked oh, Austria. He did like Austria, and I was like, "What?" Which is interesting because Austria is my other one that I call it. Oops. Austria with Halo by Lumix featuring Pia Maria. And that I call an oops just because, okay, the sound of desperation with the... Yeah. You're not even going to... was real. It, it was. was real. Lumix was out there basically every other verse asking people to make some noise, get your hands up, whatever he was... I, I, I stopped writing it down at one point because I'm like, I can't I keep up like, with this guy. He, first, he, oh, he did start out right out. The first words I heard were... Come what's, on, Europe. No, it was, what's up, Eurovision? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just watching Eurovision that's what I'm doing <laughs> well I'm thinking not this performance because if you have to ask me that <laughs> clearly it's a sound of desperation <laughs> that's like having intimate relations some, with someone and they go was it good right afterwards it's like you know come on and then it was come on and then there was I think it was everybody makes some noise and I, I was like wait a minute is Lumix a DJ or a hype man I wasn't sure but the reason why I was disappointed and given I look I ranked Austrian originally number 34. I was not yeah, a fan. You can no. be a CEO. We already know. I never liked the lyrics to it. I, I, I mean, want to be a CEO. Catching. Oh, the stress is real. I, I like, it, I was never necessarily a fan of the song to begin with, but I didn't, I didn't have high expectations, but I didn't want to live. I didn't want to experience. I didn't want to live through it. Is that what you were going to I was say? going, yes, I'll be honest. I didn't want to live through what I lived through. The, come on, what's up, Eurovision? It's not even that, gosh, and I don't want to rip on somebody. It's just, I feel like her performance was um, auto-tuned probably for the video because she was having, she was struggling. And just no, I don't find it funny. I never want to see someone struggle because as somebody who performs and everybody has a bad night, it was, I, I felt for her, but I know that she had been having vocal problems during oh. rehearsal. I just don't think she's used to singing live a lot. And a lot of times recording artists do depend on auto-tune and you can't auto-tune during content or during the Eurovision con- Song Contest. No, not there. You can't. But I'm saying during concerts, you can get a little yes, bit of help. So a lot of the time when you're watching people in concerts, they're not singing. They're getting a little boost of help. <laughs> for any evidence. That's why I love musical theater people. They can't do that. We don't allow that. Well, I was thinking of speaking of auto tune at Eurovision the Euro Madonna performed at the Ooh. final I mean that's their evidence right there and so when you mentioned that Pia Maria was having trouble in rehearsals was that based on things you had seen or interviews she admitted it what no happened? on things that I'd seen she just did actual performances okay. she, she needs a little bit of work on her vocals and we're all a work in progress so good luck to her and, and I mean a, that in a nice way I'm not being mean no and it's a tiring week it is it is yeah. and, and it's I, like tech week when you're doing musical theater where you have to sing over and over and over it's tiring it's stressful and it's a lot of pressure. I and wouldn't want there it. There are varying levels of, of, you know, performance experience. I guess I would say. Yeah, and so she's I don't on the know. younger side. Yeah, and I'm not saying there are some young people who pull it together. Like Stephanie last year from Greece, she was younger and yes, she, she was. was very confident with herself. Unlike Roxanne last year, who wasn't as confident in herself, and she's very talented. It's just. It's hard. You don't know what you're going to do when you're in a big arena, you know, but you can definitely see who need a little work in comparison to like someone like Norway where they're always ready to go or even Moldova. But how much is that their own confidence and not being as green? And I don't it even time. I don't even know that Pia Maria's issues were nerves. I felt it was vocal technique and that this That's week is just tired her out. Yeah. What I did write. 
an album. Since I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I did write. Actually, to be fair, I need to be nicer to Austria because I said I never wanted to live through it again. No, that's not true. I didn't want to live through Latvia's Eat Your Salad. That's the one I yeah. don't want to live through. Austria, I could live through you again. I just. So what I wrote down was, I think that Pia Maria may need autotune more than anyone else here right now. In that yeah. it was it was obvious that she was struggling, and and I don't want. I guess when I say that, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm basically trying to say, I don't want to see people struggle. And that's what I didn't want to see. I don't want to watch that on stage. It's just uncomfortable. Part of it is that she didn't look like she was struggling. She didn't let it get to her. She kept, like, she had confidence going on. And I do respect that. She did. But what's interesting is the thank you at the end, the way she thanked the audience, she was so, like, thank you, joyful. It was almost like she was surprised we listened or enjoyed it or whatever. So I was almost kind of like, I don't know. No, I wondered about her confidence at the end. I didn't during the performance. But at the end, based on how she thanked you, she seemed genuinely happy. But it's almost like, she was thanking us so uh, overtly for us. Maybe listening. she's just a really nice person. And I don't, I don't know her. What I will say is Lumix. I I felt like the sound of desperation. That was part of the issue, but the other part of the issue were the vocal yeah. struggles. And that's basically my problem with both the ones that I called oopsies, which were Albania and Austria for yeah. me. And that I felt like the vocal struggles. I, I I wanted them to succeed. Of course, of course, and I hope that they continue to in their home countries and they have prosperous, wonderful careers because they made it to. I mean, they made it to Eurovision. That's an accomplishment, and they represented their country and they did a great job with what they were able to at this time. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're all human, so. And so I guess the the thing I, I ask or the thing I've written down is, mm-hmm. and we'll see how you feel about this. It's didn't get robbed. Who got robbed? Because there were three of them you were wrong on that didn't that didn't make it in that you expected to. Do you feel anyone was robbed? Today? I don't. And what's funny is I agree with you. I don't feel. Yeah. I, I I feel that everyone who made it through, for the most part, I mean, some of them were interchangeable to me, like certain performers. So if they didn't make it, I go, meh. Um, I just don't care because it's just not a number I care for. But for the most part, I'm satisfied with it. Now, if. A couple of them had gotten out, like Moldova and oh, no. the Netherlands. I would have been a little bit shocked. You know, I expected Iceland to go. Shocked um, or angry? I would be really shocked. Okay. Um, I did really expect Iceland to go. So when Iceland went through, it was a wonderful surprise for me because I really didn't think it would catch on with people because of the simplicity, though the harmonies aren't simplistic. But I just didn't think it would catch on i you know so i was happy so i'm happy with the results i i there were no egregious errors as from camberley's vantage point and i actually agree i had mentioned that netherlands was one i didn't expect to make through i expected croatia to make through and in my initial ranking i did rank them 22 and 26 respectively so i ranked croatia 22 and netherlands 26 initially but i am actually okay with it because honestly i i feel as though it it the way it turned out tonight, I feel like Eurovision got it right in some ways that I feel American Song Contest did not. Yep. There were some I feel there were more robbed there. So yeah, yeah, that that was That's it. We made it through the first the first semifinals, and so we definitely are going to be covering the second. Yes, we there will. is going to be a little bit of a delay on that going up. Most likely, I'm just going to say that not that big though. Not that big. It will be happening. It may end up going up. Friday early morning, maybe Thursday, but that's going to be very difficult because of, of life. life. But it definitely is going to be there. It may not be there immediately, but we are going to cover it before Saturday. We are because the, the heavy because the heavy hitters are there. So just know if it's on Friday, it will be there waiting for you. Trust us. Have because faith we in cannot us. wait. I'm actually kind of sad that 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 we're not going to be watching immediately. But there's promises that have been made. 
so we will not break those. But I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> there's promises made, but there's no secrets with a K. No. <laughs> no. Albania. Albania. Say it with me. Albania. Albania. Thank you. Ooh. Yes. So thank you, Eurovision, and thank you for all the countries for making making our... Yes. And uh, you, the listeners who have requested this and listened to it, we really appreciate it because it, it's important to us and we're glad to see it's important to so many people. The, the last... I will do one last question, though, before I signed off. Do you think we've seen the Eurovision Song Contest winner perform no. already? I do not. Really? Oh, uh, well, I mean, Ukraine is slated to win. So, so do you think we've seen the winner? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think there is a chance. That's just the odds of what odd makers think right. will win. And the odd makers right now, based on tonight's semifinal, they're only 70% right. So they have... About in the who, past, who they have been wrong, and people have put that online from certain years where it was a landslide, and they did not win. And they they did say the odds makers, based on what we searched online, have said who will win the semifinal mm-hmm. one, and they did the Ukraine would win semifinal mm-hmm. one, but we don't have those numbers in front of us, so right. we can't say that. Right. Uh, that being said, I'm going to be the opposite of you. I'm going to say we've seen the winner. I'm going to buy into what the odd makers odds makers you are think selling. It's Ukraine. I do. As you've mentioned, I said I believe the best song should win, but I do acknowledge, that's my idealist attitude, okay. or my, I, I do agree there are politics, and I do agree that what is going on in the Ukraine, as Johnny Weir said, and as we both talked about privately, is that um, a world community has come together and our hearts go out to them, and I think that the voting will reflect that. I, I do. And that's okay, too. It I'm, is. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, I, I do feel like there's a few songs that I would like to see win but let me tell you if Ukraine won I would not be upset about it I wouldn't I've kind of almost given in to the fact that it's going to happen and if it doesn't I'll be surprised um but I I love Ukraine I love I love I I I love them so what am I gonna say no no even if it may not be my favorite song I know a lot of people love it and so uh, yeah, I'm curious. After we watch semifinal two, I'm curious to see if we've seen the winner at that point or when we will see Camberly. Stay tuned for when we will see Cam. Well, who Camberly thinks will be the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 2022? I know, exciting. There you go. And on that note, live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation. <laughs>